Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. I'm Erin. And I'm Cassie. And today we're going to be talking about Ronald Reagan and basically just the quote-unquote pros and cons of his presidency. I am on the con side. And I'm on the pro side. So let's get started. Okay, so... Ronald Reagan, he was president from 1981 to 1989. He was the 40th president of the United States. He ran for the Republicans on the Republican side. He was pretty conservative. Well, not really pretty conservative. He was, like, conservative-leaning moderate because he didn't remove any of the um, previous things put in place by, like, LBJ or... uh, like FDR and that kind of thing. He kind of left the New Deal and the Great Society programs alone. Yeah, but he was very socially conservative. He supported, like, family values. He supported cool school prayer, capital punishment. He opposed gun control. He opposed affirmative action. He opposed abortion. He didn't oppose affirmative action. He, he left affirmative action completely alone. He didn't touch it. But he opposed it. He still did not agree with it. He just didn't want to change it. But that because does... that wasn't the biggest issue that he was facing at the time. But he leaving it alone, meaning that he didn't oppose it so much that he felt the need to get rid of it. According to Stuart Leibiger from Gale Opposing Viewpoints, it says that a social conservative, Reagan opposed affirmative action. Okay, but he left it alone, meaning that he couldn't have opposed it that much to be like, Oh, I'm just going to leave this alone. Well, he definitely did not like it that much. Mm. He also opposed social programs, such as Social Security and welfare. He left those completely alone, though. Yes, but he still did not agree with them because he's socially conservative. Yes, but he wasn't going to push that conservatism onto the entire country. He was going to leave Medicare, Medicaid, and everything alone because by the time that he was president... All of the people he knew were, like, older and on Medicare, so why would he get rid of it? Because that'd be, like, getting rid of, like, the health care of all of his friends. That is true. I will... That is... That's true. But he still... He was not the biggest fan, but he left it alone, which we can thank him for, because we do need Social Security still. I mean, facts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, he established this new... Not really new, but he established this, like, supply-side economics, which is called... Reaganomics. Reaganomics! Rightfully so. Love it. Um, Cassie, would you like to start talking a little bit about Reaganomics? Um, so basically it decreased the effects of inflation, which was like a really big issue at the time. And like inflation basically like devalues the value of like a dollar. And he was kind of trying to combat that. And he was also trying to lower taxes. That was like one of his biggest thing was like lowering taxes, which he ended up being able to do through Reaganomics. Yeah, but he also, um, he established a budget, but it never materialized. So he's, um, since he cut all the budgets, he sent us $3 trillion into debt. He also, um, he also slashed billions of dollars in social programs for the poor, and he emphasized workfare instead of welfare because he wanted to reduce the amount of welfare and break the cycle of people being dependent on it. Which is very important because people being dependent on welfare puts a lot of strain on the government and being able to get people working through this new investment strategy where it kind of like kind of like gave more tax cuts to upper class people so that they would 
invest their money into new businesses and be able to make new jobs, which was like very important at the time to get people off of welfare and get them working and get them supporting themselves. Yeah, but he also, um, but because that there were less, there was less money coming in tax-wise, he totally wasn't able to pay off a lot of stuff. He spent a lot of money to build the military. He had huge increases in defense spending, which again, nearly tripled the national debt. And he also put high interest rates on like everything, and he didn't have enough money to pay people back for these interest rates that he was raising. Okay, but most people saw themselves as better off. By the end of his presidency, the final approval ratings of Ronald Reagan were 68% for all eight years he was in charge. 71% of people approved of how Reagan handled foreign relations. 62% of people, according to a 1989 article by Stephen Rogers in the New York Times, approved of the way Reagan handled the economy. Even with a sampling error of 3% at the time, those were the highest approval ratings of any president after World War II. Yeah, um, I also have another thing. It said that Reagan's legacy, it's judged a stalemate, and we'll talk about why he's not 100% good in just a couple of minutes. Um, He's judged a stalemate by both sides of the debate, according to the New York Times author Shavikov, which was written in 1989. And so because it was a stalemate, that was mainly because of his scandal, which is the Iran-Contra scandal. That was pretty much the biggest thing that hurt his presidency. I think we can all agree on that. Well, it hurt his presidency, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he knew what the people under him were doing. So it was, like, not his fault that it happened. But, okay, so pretty much the Iran-Contra scandal, for those who don't know was Ronald Reagan pledged that he wasn't going to deal with terrorism, especially across, like, in other countries. He wasn't going to deal with it. It wasn't his problem. Like That George Washington mindset of, like, keep American out of, like, international affairs, that kind of thing. Yep, but then in 1986, it was discovered that there was a very complicated swap, like a hostage and arms swap where we sold weapons to Iran in exchange for hostages in Lebanon and then we used those sales which gave equipment to Contras from Nicaragua and Ronald Reagan he denied all knowledge all existence and he was found not guilty of the scandal but the people of America lost confidence in him and they didn't like the fact that he he personally didn't do it and he didn't know about it. But they didn't like the fact that the people under him, his subordinates were. It felt like he was losing control of the people that he personally hired to work with him. But he was still the best rated president since World War II at like that time. He was like the first president to have that high of a rating since World War II. Which means that people did still like him a lot. They did. Because he was a really great communicator from being, like, an actor, like, earlier in life. It gave him really amazing communication skills. And he worked pretty closely with, like, the... Especially during his second term with the Democratic Party to be able to, like... Because they were, like... Had, like, majority in the Congress. So he wanted to work with them to be able to, like, make things better in America. And he did... decent job at being president like he's not the worst president we've ever had that's for sure he um he did have a pragmatic ideologue because he knew how to compromise with the democratic congress to get his legislation passed um 
but he had just a lot of internal problems. He was able to hide them a lot, but just internally, there was a lot of problems with people in his cabinet. There was a lot of problems with other, like, how they worked well with each other. Um, I will give him that he did elect or appoint two people to the Supreme Court. One of them being the first woman to yes. be appointed to the Supreme Court, Sandra Day O'Connor. Yes, I will give him that. I am not a big fan of her or Anthony Sicilian. That was the other person who he put in there. I can't say his last name. Sicilian? I can't say it. Oh, but they no. Were both, they were both really conservative people. Okay. Which led the Supreme Court really in conservative sides, which is personally not that great, in my opinion. Okay, but he did have relentless optimism, and that did help a lot with helping him, like, talk to Gorbachev and, like, end the Cold War, basically. Yes, except he did not end the Cold War, because... The USSR was pretty much... They already had an agreement with Poland. They already were gonna tear down the wall anyways. They were just getting a lot of judgment from America. But they were not gonna They were gonna do it anyways. Okay, so Ronald she, Reagan didn't actually end the Cold War. But he gave them that final push that got the Cold War ended, got the Berlin Wall taken down, and got most of the nuclear weapons to be, like, taken and, like, put away and like got getting rid of Ash. with like the nuclear freeze movement and like the whole thing with like Gorbachev he got the majority of nuclear weapons taken away not all of them actually according to story Lebiger from Gale opposing viewpoints the Soviet like so so Ronald Reagan he initiated the Strategic Defense Initiative, which is known as Star Wars, mm -hmm. which was designed to destroy incoming enemy missiles and with lasers stationed in outer space. It never okay, but materialized, but yeah. billions of dollars were poured into it. And in order to keep up with the fact that Ronald Reagan's defense spending was going through the roof, he helped cause the collapse of their economy. But that was bad because he just ruined an economy of a country that really needed it which ended up sending a lot of the people in like the Soviet Union and the USSR he put a lot of them in shambles a lot of them didn't have houses they didn't have jobs because Ronald okay. Reagan destroyed their country and destroyed that's their economy that's not what Ronald Reagan did that's what their politicians did by like trying to do an arms race yes but that was because Ronald Reagan said that he was trying to he was trying to put pressure onto them and they were feeling the pressure and trying to keep up with it. And then that caused their own collapse. Yes, so they brought it upon themselves trying to combat a national, like, world superpower in an arms race. They knew they couldn't win. What else were they supposed to do? If they didn't do it, who knows what Ronald Reagan could have done? He could have attacked. He wasn't going to. But he could have. But he didn't, and they would have ended the Cold War. The collapse of their own economy. He put billions of people's lives at risk because he wanted to be the hero and single-handedly yes, end the Cold War. He wanted to end the Cold War to put American people's minds to rest because they were constantly living in fear of the Soviet Union shooting missiles over and killing everyone. Like they did not kill everybody. They didn't, but there was, like, this whole idea about, like, nuclear warfare and, like, having a giant nuclear war with Russia and then having them, like, blow up our entire country, basically. 
You said that he was very good at communication, but he did not communicate well with the Soviets at all. Instead, he went behind their back and he secretly cooperated with Pope John Paul II to help support the anti-communist party in Poland. And this anti-communist party in Poland did try to invade the USSR and then did get taken over by the USSR, ending in like hundreds of people getting killed because of it because Reagan didn't want to sit down and be diplomatic about it but he was he did sit down and be diplomatic with about Gorbachev. it with Gorbachev yes because he was the only one that he could be diplomatic with because the leaders before Gorbachev were like nutcases basically <laughs> I hate to say it like that but they were kind of crazy and they wanted to like spread communism and they had these crazy ideals in their head but Gorbachev was just trying to like be like okay hey I'm elected now I'm going to fix our economy because the leaders before me were not good and they kind of destroyed our economy. So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to fix this. So he talked to Reagan and they made a deal. And then the Cold War ended. So technically, Reagan ended the Cold War. He did not end the Cold War, but it was going to end anyways because Gorbachev already had plans in mind to end it. Exactly. But... On to the next topic about Ronald Reagan, who did not end the Cold War. Um, is there anything else you really want to talk about? Is there anything you need to talk about? Just, you know, the huge scandal that he had. Okay, we already talked about that. His heavy defense spending, putting us trillions of dollars into debt. Yeah, you know, ending the Cold War. He also survived an assassination attempt, which is kind of dope. Like okay, but also why would people want to assassinate him in the first place if he had such high approval ratings? I don't believe because it was a deranged gunman who was just like, "I'm gonna go kill the president." Which I mean, is, I think happens. anybody who wants to kill people are deranged, but they probably have motives. I mean, John Wilkes Booth didn't like Abraham Lincoln, but everyone so else mean, did. That means somebody didn't like Ronald Reagan. Somebody saw the bad in him, or someone was just had a mental illness and decided they wanted to kill the president of the United States. Yeah, he argued to um, lower federal power and not give the government as much power, but it didn't work. He promised the people and then... But the government still had just as much power. That's, and there were still just as many of them. It's a dream ideal. That's the ideal of, like, almost every conservative is, like, a push for states' rights. And it's really hard to put that in because of all the implied powers in the Constitution yes. that the ex- executive branch, like, uses to, like, kind of jam their fingers and everything else. <laughs> but the Reaganomics pros and cons show an economy system which requires voluntary compliance to be successful and a free market economy this goes against its very principles capitalism is about looking out for oneself above anyone else Reaganomics implies that the wealthy class can improve their standings while helping others succeed too but that's why it didn't work and like that's because the wealthy people were like hmm I kind of want to pad my pockets a little more instead of helping yeah. other people and investing and that's the only really the that's only- why it didn't it didn't work because he had this idea which involved all these people to help him out and nobody did he just cut the taxes on the rich people and hoping the rich people would help him back and they didn't so the top one percent did not help the nine the lower 99 percent no but he that was his ideal and that was the yeah, reason but he ideals put in- don't get things done Okay. He didn't have any actual action okay. that did help us. He Neither spent- did Gorbachev with his ideas about ending the Cold War. That push from Reagan are, was what made it. We are not debating Gorbachev in the Cold War. We are debating Ronald Reagan. Stay on topic, Cassie. <laughs> You're getting off topic being like, oh, Reagan is the... But I have the facts and the evidence 
to back this up. And I have the facts and the evidence to back yes, up but that you are I, that he about, ended you are getting the Cold off War. Topic. How am I being off topic by saying that he ended the Cold he, War? Because, okay, he did not single-handedly I'm end the Cold War. I'm not saying he single-handedly ended the Cold War, but he but is the president. But it was going to end anyways. But oh, he yes, he was the president that ended the Cold War. Yeah, and, like, FDR was the guy who ended the New Deal. He started the New Deal, buddy. You mean ended the Great Depression? Depression. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Creamer. I messed up my words there. I totally done goofed. (laughs) All right, all right. We're done. We're done. We cut. So we're going to have a word from our sponsors now as we take a little snack break. Our sponsor for this episode is Wendy's. Imagine it is a sunny summer's day. You want something that's sweet, salty, and savory. Where do you go? Wendy's. Where you can dip your salty fries in your sweet frosty while Erin eats her savory chicken nuggets with her sweet barbecue sauce. It is the place to go when you want the best of three different worlds. Okay guys, so Ronald Reagan, he has his pros and he does have his cons. He did give us some economic prosperity, but he also sent us trillions of dollars into debt. He may or may not have stopped the Cold War. Probably not. Definitely did. Definitely did not, but... You know, he had that scandal, which he didn't admit to, so technically that wasn't a him thing, but it, it was... not his problem. It wasn't... Un- it was under his reign, but it's okay, I guess, you know. Um, everybody has their good and their bads. It wasn't the worst, wasn't the best. Definitely we're gonna, not the worst. We're g- one of the best. Definitely not one of the best. We're just gonna agree to disagree on this one. We really appreciate you guys coming out, listening to our podcast. Um, before we go... I do want to apologize for the Supreme Court Justice. His name is Anthony... Scalia. Scalia. Not Sicilian or whatever you His said. His name is Anthony Scalia. And... It's Mr. Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Not, not Gorbachev. So, I pronounced that wrong. So pardon me yeah, for... Yeah, so pardon our French. For the mispronunciations yeah. and the issues yep it has it was one hell of a ride we can't wait for you guys to tune in and listen to our next one yeah so till next time this is aaron and cassie we'll see you later bye